Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. This segment is brought to you by Jigmaster Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and use promo code PNF20 and save 20% off your next jig order today. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome back. Hope everybody's doing great this evening. Go ahead and click that uh, share button in the lower left-hand corner. We're going to change it up a little bit. Uh, I kind of told you guys we're going to do something a little different here on the OG show. So... I want to talk about some of the hot topics going on around the kayak fishing world, kayak world in general, but I'm also going to invite you guys to join in either in the comments. If you want to jump on the stream, talk about a topic. Uh, I, the way I envision this is kind of like a uh, talk radio show, almost where you can call in, but you can jump on the stream with me. Let's talk about it. You want to shout out your, your local trail tournament coming up this weekend, sponsors, whatever. This is a platform by anglers for anglers. And everybody in between. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to drop a link down here in the comments. If you want to jump on at any given point in time, just uh, click that link and uh, we'll have you on. So. Let's start off. Uh, uh, a lady. Oh, oh, uh, wait, wait. I want to add some comedy into this. With everything going on in the world, we all need to laugh a little. So I'm going to crack some jokes here and there. Please, nobody get offended. It's all out of good fun. Um. Oh, my man Richie. Happy National Go Fishing Day. Holy. Schnikes, I didn't know that. Thanks, Richie, for dropping that in the comments. My man down there in Missouri, living, uh, I mean, the guy pretty much lives on a bluff overlooking Tenny Como. Thanks again, Richie, for uh, housing me and Alan Reed down there for the Table Rock Tournament. Huge shout out to Richie. If you're ever down in that area, you want to slang some big old swim baits, hit Richie up. Missouri swim bait slinger. 
Um, so I guess uh hot topic, man. Some lady uh won the Hobie Bass Open. I mean, I'm just kidding. Jody Queen crushing it again. He is a man, he is the man. I mean, pretty incredible. Um, I know a lot of people struggled down there. Susie, one of our own here, um, had a rough go around, but uh, you know. It was what it was. Oh, we got a first guest. Well, let's get this dude in here. What's up, brother? Good evening. Richie Lockery from Missouri. How we doing, buddy? Oh, not too shabby. Lovely 75-degree evening, low humidity. Oh. Just chilling at the house. It was warm as all get out up here, man. Hey, my backyard finally dried out. Oh, yeah, sure. Now that I'm not there and I don't have to drive through it, it's dry. It's dry. So uh, has has uh, Table Rock, you know, we talked about that. It was kind of flooded out when we were down there, man. Has that come back yeah. down? Nope. They've been holding it the same level for the last two weeks. And really? They are for the foreseeable future. Um, they're bringing beaver down. Uh, table rock staying the same. They've they're pulling fifteen to twenty five thousand out of both shoals. Oh wow! Uh, varying daily, but it's not dropping much either. It's still thirty over thirty feet high down there. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. I mean, I know when we and were down sucked. there fishing, man. We talked about it. It's uh, it's just it's nuts. It's nuts. Oh, but oh, we got another one. Another one jumping. We still in have a, we still have a strong morning top water bite in Table Rock. Uh, caught me a, a Missouri Master Angler eligible smallmouth last nice, week. On a, dude. On the new Six Sense, uh, the Speed Wake. Oh, okay, right on, right on. Very and several cool, other man. ones. Uh, that was right off Indian Point down there, uh, where we had the weigh-in location, kind of. The that, impersonable weigh-in. That's where I fished uh, the second tournament, and uh, I ended up getting big bass in the first hour. I think it was like 18 and three-quarter smallmouth chasing shad, man. And, hey, that's a uh, that's also a Missouri Master Angler fish, 18-plus on smallmouth and spots. Look at that. I'm a master angler, and I didn't even know it. <laughs> I love it. Woo! But I have four... Master angler largemouth this year. That's 22 plus. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that. Hold on one second. I want to get this guy in here. This goofy character, Mr. Staley. Oh, how are you doing? Oh, I'm here. How's it going, brother? Good. Getting stuff ready. Me and Sam Jones are doing some fishing tomorrow for a tournament on Saturday. So, oh, man. I'm sorry you got to fish with that guy. That could be worse. <laughs> hey, Richie. How's it going, man? Oh, it's going. Oh man. So I know we talked about this. So what is the big swim bait you, you work with Richie? It's uh, uh I, the name is slipping my mind right now. Magdraft. Megabass. Okay. So Richie kind of, you know, if, if you've never seen a guy that throws big swim baits, I mean, I was holding a box of probably two grand worth of lures in one thirty seven hundred box. Um, that was out of Richie's private collection, but he had a pretty epic day. That was on Tenny Como, right? Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so run, run people through this list of fish you caught. Um, so back in March, I had one day, uh, got set up on a spot, uh, same spot last year where I caught a 94 and three quarter inch limit in about 35 minutes. But I only had the six. I only had the six inch, and so roughly same time of year. Went back out. I had uh, six inch again. Caught fish back to back cast. This time I had the eight inch with me. Sat down the six through the eight. Uh, second third cast got bit. Swung. Cranked the fish in. Uh, Twenty three inches even. Weighed nine and a half pounds. Jesus Christ, dude. Um, evidently that Ooh. was, that was mama. It 
I didn't get a bite after that. Everyone was mad. I wish. And uh, <laughs> went on about <laughs> went on about fishing. Uh, other areas came back to it. Nothing. Uh, fish another area. Start picking up a bunch of small fish, and there was just a stick poking up out of the water to the left of where I was at, and pitched that. I was actually throwing a jig then, and then uh, pitched that jig. Hop, hop, bump. Big old swing, uh, crank that fish in, 23 and three-quarter inches. Jesus, dude. Nine even. I so this was, a, this was a Thursday. <clears throat> I went out that next Saturday, that two days later, went out Saturday morning, uh, caught three more on the eight-inch. I think I had like a 20 and a 21, and then threw an, a different uh, – the eight-inch Bamp Shad by Coalition Baits and racked up a 22 and a half. Jesus, dude. And with those two days, I, so I had I had 100 and a half inches for Thursday and then upgraded my bottom three fish on Saturday <laughs> for a grand total of 109 and three-quarter. <laughs> Missouri Giants, my man Richie, always crushing uh, them. Just three weeks ago, I caught another uh, 22 and a quarter, uh, same area on uh, the five and a half inch true bass paddle tail. Well, it was funny, man. When we were down there, uh, you're like, yeah, I'm going out to check my spots. I think that was Friday. And yep. uh, you, uh, you're like, yeah, I just threw the eight inch. I got a bunch of follows. I knew I wouldn't get bit, but you know, <laughs> that that was your way of checking spots, going out and slinging an eight inch swim bait. It was the nine inch uh, oh, KGB oh. legend glide bait. My bad. My nine bad. inch <laughs> swim bait. Nine inch. I, so I've I've been throwing glide baits on Table Rock for almost seven years now. Yep. And the, the with the clear water and the numerous amount of spotted bass, they're notorious for following big baits. And so something common amongst big baiters to uh, to locate fish is just to start covering water uh, yeah. and throw them baits near structure or whatnot. Uh, if they don't bite the first time, uh, you can leave the spot sometimes, come back uh, 30 minutes, an hour later from a different angle, and maybe a little different retrieve, and it can get that fish to bite. Or, like what I was doing, just go back, like, okay, so I was in a big giant cove, um, and within that cove, it had a bunch of little cuts or coves within it. And that's where I found these other fish. They weren't on the straight sections. It had to be in a cut. And that's, I mean, I threw that bait along them straight sections, no follows. Get up into some of the laydowns up in the cuts, throw that bait across there, and here come one, two, three fish coming out. And they're all two, oh, three pound man. class fish. Okay, I know where you live. <laughs> That's I'll be back tomorrow. To yeah. I'll see you tomorrow. But tomorrow you're getting a little pointy thing poked through your beak. I like um, it. I will say one thing I kind of faltered on uh, that I picked up on last weekend was uh, throwing a tube yeah. in the in the bush. Uh, I caught two or three Kentuckys out of the bushes after that topwater bite uh, died down a week, uh, two weeks ago now. And that's something I should have totally done during that tournament because I got bit every 15 minutes throwing that tube around where I caught my first four fish right off the bat in the morning and then and then covered my cuts in that cove I pre-fished. And in the same cut where I had lost one during pre-fishing, that's where I caught number five. Nice. And then just never, never called anything else. Right on. Right on. Sweet, sweet. Well, if you guys are just jumping in here, man, uh, we're kind of opening up the platform. Anybody that wants to jump on, just click the link that's up in the comments um, posted by the Paddle and Fin podcast. 
feel free to jump on. We'll talk about whatever is going on. Uh, we got my man Justin Staley, Bass Yak and Vet. Richie Lockery was just talking, uh, throwing big swim baits and fishing down uh, on Table Rock and Tenny Como. So you're going fishing this weekend like with Sam Jones. That's unfortunate. Yep. So what are you guys fishing <laughs> down there? Uh, we're fishing Monroe. We've got uh, grassroots bass yakking and kayak anglers of southern Indiana are running a joint event on Sunday or on Saturday at Monroe. Okay. So tomorrow we'll do a little pre-fishing, and then we still have – I'm still fishing the Noobs Tournament um, and then the monthly challenge. So I've got a total of, like, five tournaments all running. What are you going to have, days, like, so. six identifiers on the deck of your boat, bro, or what? <laughs> yeah. Like, Jesus. Every square of the KBF card filled in. <laughs> well, uh, Don't forget your bingo, Hotter. <laughs> I know. So if you guys aren't familiar like with uh, if you guys aren't familiar with grassroots, it's it's kind of a cool club and it's a it's a unique format. Shout out to Jim Strunk. I know he's one of the masterminds behind that, but um what's that? I said I think he's the one that started it all. I believe so as well. Part of team catch. But what they yep. do is uh they pick different bodies of water and, and Justin, if I'm explaining this wrong, you can correct me and you can fish. Uh, I believe it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or Monday. You got to pick a day. Um, most of them run Thursday through Monday. Oh, okay. Uh, Thursday through Monday. See, total, I already screwed up. I think grassroots has a total of eight series in Indiana and maybe one in Illinois. So Look at that sticker on that that mug right there. Oh, what this thing? Oh, Richie's always prepared. <laughs> but uh, you get to pick a day, so that way uh, you're not stressed out about making it on a Saturday or a Sunday or whatever, and you can kind of fit that tournament in your schedule. It's kind of a, a cool, unique, different kind of way of of doing the tournaments. Um, well, it helps helps a lot of guys that work weekends, um, night shifts, stuff like that. It gives them opportunity to fish first day, day you work night shifts you're on days aren't you no i'm monday through thursday 10 hour shifts so. keeping all those guys calm down at the penitentiary in indiana so if you yeah. do something wrong in indiana you might see justin yeah you can come work for me <laughs> <laughs> not very cool want, man so. yeah <laughs> but uh that's cool man so uh, is this tournament number three or four for Monroe so far this year? This is number four for Monroe. And so. they do what? Five events on each lake? Uh, I think we're, I think it's six this Six? Year. Okay. So, okay. Right on. There's a, a couple. So, you kind of lagged yeah, out a little bit there, my six. man. They don't have cell oh, towers no, in Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time my but, hey, uh... you... you want to say hi? Oh, my man. Hi. What's up, dude? Welcome to the show. Did you go fishing and catch a bunch of big bluegill? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome, man. We <laughs> Oh. PFD safety. That dude, there you go. the day I caught that this this last smallmouth, this dude flopped out of the kayak. Oh, man. 96 feet of water. That's not good. Guess what? Had his jacket on. A little freak out at first, screaming. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy got that feel-free lure 13.5 turned around because it's a barge. <laughs> well, and, that's a good thing, man. By the time I got pointed back at him, he was calm and treading water, but his little Crocs had come off floating away, and his little sun hat that I'd make him wear was floating the other way and had a little garage sale going on. Nice. Middle Indian Point. So, so it, it's it's Father's Day this weekend. You yeah. guys got any plans? What, what What's the plans, man? No, probably just fishing. All right, all right. What Justin. I do, so... So we have a baby shark lawn chair. It's one in folding chairs. And I use the uh, that bungee 
uh, system that comes in the field in the back of the field freeze to secure his seat. Okay. And uh, so he gets to sit back behind me. I just pack, oh, like two thirty-seven boxes and slide them under the seat. And I've actually mounted, uh, oh, just the Berkeley, the cheapo rod rack in the front of that field free, so I can carry extra rods uh, and not have him messing with them. Uh, okay. So far, knocking on wood, he's not hooked himself. <laughs> playing in the fish room <laughs> very cool so um I'll, i'm not afraid to get him up at 4 30 and and go somewhere and uh we'll go fish till eight nine o'clock and then we'll come home and we'll take a nap together and get up have lunch and maybe go do it again in the evening nice nice i like it man i like it justin what's your plans for the weekend my man Justin is froze. Yeah, this. Uh, oh, there we go. We got go. the regional. Am I froze? No, you're good. No, I'm, I'm fishing the the KBF regional Father's Day. But. Well, you're lagging out, brother. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull you out real quick, and uh, you could jump back in if you want. Um, what are you doing? This weekend, I I don't know. We got some weather coming in, Um, but real quick, we got Michael Sturgill in the comments said, "Better take it easy on us this weekend, Justin. None of those twenty-one inches are allowed from you." LOL. (laughs) So he's throwing the smackdown. But um, open format tonight, guys and girls, uh, for tuning in. Um, If you want to jump in here, um, feel free to click the link. I will post it up again. Uh, you want to come on, talk about what you're doing this weekend, tournaments, fishing, things in the community that are going on that you want to talk about, man. Come on and jump in. Um, we got Richie Lockery in here right now from, uh, you know, Southern Missouri. We had Justin Staley in here a second ago that was lagging out uh, from Indiana. But uh, one of the topics I wanted to bring up, and Richie, you could chime in on this, man, is uh, – Z-Man came out with the all-new and improved Clearwater Chatterbait. Have you seen that? I have. Uh, Thought, thoughts? I have to see one in person. Uh, I used the Strike King Rage blade with the clear lip. Okay. And uh, it has a little metal reinforcement within it, but the blade, the plastic <coughs> blade itself broke around it. Ooh. Um, I, it caught fish. Uh, I never really threw that versus, say, a chrome one back to back, or they, they have a green pumpkin one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, to really tell a difference. Usually, sure. if it's clear, I'm throwing a flashy one. If right. it's dirty, I'm usually throwing a, a flashy one. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I've seen some interesting. <laughs> I've seen some interesting conversations going on around this whole new, uh, you know, chatterbait that's coming out by Z-Man with the clear blade, and uh, I get the concept. Um, oh yeah, I know a lot of guys are worried about you know with the um, why the hell can I the jackhammer. You know, the second that thing hits the water, it starts that blade starts vibrating, and yeah. a lot of folks are worried that that's not going to be the case with this new clear blade because it's smaller and you know the different dynamics of it. So, yeah, polycarbonate, which I imagine the blade may be made out of, like safety glasses. Sure, uh, it is a little lighter than a, a tin or, or steel blade. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably probably going to be a duller sound than the ting that you usually get from the regular jackhammer um and i mean if if you're in an area where that bait's extremely the regular version is extremely popular or just chatterbaits period get thrown a lot uh that different sound from the plastic blade uh could make a little bit of a difference uh and i mean it's kind of like 
a silent square bill versus a rattling square bill, essentially. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I just and think again, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. It'll it'll probably shine in in clear water when the bass are are more visual, and the I, I believe it's the lower pitch noises travel further in water than the high pitch. Uh, <coughs> so you well, can it may allow for uh, kind of like with the swim baits the the bigger the profile the further away a fish uh, will come to see it so the the duller sound may travel further sure 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 well that's it's an interesting concept because um, you know I've seen um, guys talk about like in a rocky lake such as table rock like yeah. a thunder cricket would perform better than the jackhammer. The jackhammer is more for like the weeds and things like that. So it's kind of interesting. And I think part of that is that, that way that that sound vibrates uh, throughout the water. Yep. Um, and, and off of rocky bottoms versus a mucky bottom that will absorb the sound. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, I just uh, I just pulled up uh, tackle warehouse and I don't see those chatter baits for sale on there yet. I'm curious of the price. I haven't seen a price on them yet, but you know it's been an interesting topic, interesting conversation going on. Um, you know, with all the craze around the jackhammer now, the new and improved, you know, different style is coming out. Um, you know, when they came out with the football head, I don't know many guys that are throwing the football headed ones. So, um, see, last fall I made up uh, a football headed uh, three quarter ounce okay. uh, chatterbait for fishing 20, 25 foot. I caught two fish on it during the tournament. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I like the Arky heads. On sure. my chatterbaits, yeah. yep. Uh, I've got some chatterbaits. I mean, it's the the blades hit the head on the the Arky style so much, it's flat spotted it. Right. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So the well, football, the the, and I've tried a weedless, like the pointed weedless design, and it almost dives because um, <clears throat> the blade doesn't have anything to really hit. And the, the blade angle sits back real steep instead right. of upright like you get with the arc or a football head. I get it. I get it. We've got a great, great question from uh, Chris Dodson. He's he's curious how the blade will deal with the heat with warping while being stored. Um, I've been a mechanic for 16 years, and I've had – uh, and I mean, I've been a mechanic in Phoenix, Southern California, and then here in Missouri. And I, I mean, I've seen upwards of 128 degrees ambient temperature in Phoenix. So if the grade of polycarbonate that they use for these blades uh, is anything near what safety glasses are made of, they'll they'll be just fine. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I think it's a it's a little bit thicker um, plastic compared to the the thickness of the metal blade, so I don't yeah. think you'll have issues with that. Um, uh, it's not going to be. I assume it's not soft, and it, yeah. so you won't have the heat distortion issues like you do with like the scrounger heads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they've got that soft little bill on the head jig head. Right, 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 right. Justin Staley asked, you think it'll chip? I doubt it. I mean, It'll scratch. Unless, unless you're banging it off of rocks, I think that's the only way that blade's really going to chip. Yeah, uh, it'll definitely it'll definitely scratch and and dent. Yeah. Uh, but I've not had any safety like I I just keep going back to safety glasses. I've never had any safety glasses chip. No, they usually uh, shatter if they get hit with something hard, you know. Uh, they'll crack. Uh, I've not had any come apart. It's almost like a windshield glass, and it's multi-layered. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of a, a malleable material. So it'll flex a little bit. But yeah, they if if pierced, uh, 
they can crack, but they it probably won't chip. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Uh, on the topic of new oh, come things coming out, um, come get down, I, I recently saw an image in uh, in a post about the all new Apex watercraft uh, that Eric Jackson's been working on. With a with price a, tag, with a price tag of eight grand. Oh, that's so, the discounted price tag. Yeah. So, uh, how many people are lining up to buy these things? I mean, oh, I I still haven't seen any good pictures of it. Just that it's like a hundred. It's like a fifty-yard photo of it. I get the carbon fiber, right? You're saving yeah. on the weight, but eight grand's a steep price to pay. And a steep price to pay for a sit inside kayak. Like, don't get me wrong, Eric Jackson has been a huge innovator in the kayak world, both on the whitewater and the fishing side. I mean, um, now I haven't, I haven't got to chat with a buddy, uh, Brad Daniels. He is a pat he's a kayak paddler uh competitive he uh he competes in the mr340 which is a 340 mile race uh down the missouri river Uh oh and uh he has an 18 foot uh solo kayak carbon fiber kevlar weighs 18 pounds See that's crazy light. I like the weight factor, but it's so I and I and I haven't. I was gonna hit him up today and ask him how much that rig cost him. Yeah. So I imagine it's probably in that price range just because of the material. Oh yeah, I mean no doubt. I mean the time and energy it takes to form a boat out of carbon fiber. Don't get me wrong; it'll be a work of art. Don't get me wrong, but it's gonna be one of those boats that. You don't want to take out because you're. It, it, it's like the Ferrari that sits in the garage, right? Like you drive it maybe twice a year because you don't want to add miles to it. You don't want it to get scratched, dented, dinged, whatever. And it costs an arm and a leg to tune up. So it's one of those like eyepieces that sits there. I mean, I, I don't know where he's going with that. I thought at one point there was talk that it was going to go back to a roto molded boat, but which would have definitely saved on the cost. I mean, oh yeah, I just don't see where the market's going to be. Um, you know, it's I mean the the kayak craze right now is crazy. Like working at the shop because oh, of this whole I, coronavirus and everything. There are so many people buying kayaks, bicycles, yep. things like that to get out and recreate. They can't go to concerts. They can't go to ball games. They can't do whatever. There's nothing on TV. I mean, in Missouri, bars are open. <laughs> but up here, like, they're pretty much closed for the most part. I well, mean, we got some patios open. But, you know, it's... I'll say this. I helped, I helped a buddy uh, this week. Um, he upgraded to a native uh, FX12 okay, from, right a, uh, from a Pescador, <clears throat> sold another boat and the Pescador, and got the money to buy the native. He went to the kayak shop last week, looked at a – oh, I forgot the color of it. It was like a black, red, and white. Sure. And he, he goes, if I come back next week, can I get this boat? He's like, oh yeah, we've got plenty of them. Not uh, anymore. <laughs> I so Tuesday, today's Wednesday, Tuesday, Monday, Monday evening or afternoon. We got to talking about it at work, and he, I was like, "Well, let me call this the local store." Zero in stock. They say Carter, Arkansas might have one. I call them. The guy puts his eyes on a, a Blue Lagoon FX12, and I was like, okay, I've got a serious buyer. Hold it. And so he went to the local store, paid for it, and then yesterday drove down and picked it up. And wow. that was the last native FX12 they had in across four stores. Yeah. Uh, and then on another note, somewhere in the Facebook group, 
I saw Bass Pro Shops Ascend uh, section just completely wiped clean of kayaks. Well, that's that's the case up here as well. I mean, we took probably 50 phone calls this past weekend asking if we still had kayaks in stock because all the big box stores are sold out. Um, so it's driving people to our local shops, which is great because I love seeing them thrive, especially in these messed up times, you know. Um, oh, yeah. bike, bike shops and kayak shops and anything outdoor shop is thriving right now um and and it's great to see that you know it, it it could be the exact opposite where these guys are going out of business because they couldn't conduct business yeah and um you know inventory is being depleted so like the tough thing right now is the manufacturers had shut down because of this covid thing because they got more than yep. one person working in the factory so now they're backlogged so if you guys or gals were and thinking about getting a new boat, um, you better either get it now or look at 2021 because it's going to be a while. Uh, and I've heard it's it's just gone back and back and back and down and down and down the chain. I mean, yeah. uh, this, this where the plants are getting their plastics, those <laughs> shut down. So yep. they're having a, a limited amount of plastic getting to the factory to make the boats. and. Yeah the metal suppliers for the aluminum seat frames and so on and so forth. And, uh, it just wrecked down. Like, so I run the, uh, lose buy, sell trade community group. I got 54,000 people during the COVID shutdown. Thousands and thousands of rod and reels were sold. And there were some new people, some rods broken, uh, and some real issues. And lose themselves, which they're local to me, right up in Springfield. Sure. Um, they were, Springfield had some really stringent COVID uh, local ordinances. And I wouldn't even call it a skeleton crew. Uh, they the, Literally, the warranty department, service, uh, inventory, all that stuff was closed down until about May. I think they went back May 4th when they yeah. lifted the ordinances. And then they finally went to, uh, I, I have a, a correspondence with someone in inventory. And within the first week, what inventory they had there in the warehouse, uh, they have an ex extremely large warehouse on the on the east side or west side I've, of town. I've driven it's past empty. It. Yeah. It, it's empty. Yeah. Because they had to restock all the box stores. It's crazy. And man. so... And, and then the, the, the service side, they're so backed up. Um, they're on a, a first in, first out basis. Yeah. So, I mean, if you break a, a rod today and shoot them an email, you might have to wait Yeah. four to six weeks. Well, I know uh, uh, my good friend, uh, JP, one of our hosts here at Pedal and Finn, um, he broke a St. Croix and it was the same way. Like they told him yeah. they didn't even know it's, when they would get to it. And, and it's, yeah, it's not just lose. I mean, it's everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It, uh, yeah, it was definitely, definitely seeing the after effects from all this. Um, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm totally happy to see that the outdoor industry is, is thriving right now. It's good to see people. Oh, yeah you know, getting off the phone and, and getting away from the TV and getting outside, getting some sunlight and enjoying the outdoors, man. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying get off the podcast right now. You can continue watching. It's, it's evening in most places, so can't go yeah. out fishing much anyways, but, um, it's, it's crazy. I mean, uh, I know at Jackson, Jackson kayaks, man, I think they're backlogged on, uh, the bite in the bite FD, I believe till 2021. Um, Oof. so, and you know, it's, it, it's crazy to think that. Um, so yeah, if you were in the market for a kayak, you better get out there, find it now. If not, you're looking at, uh, pretty much next year. Um, you know, I know Rocktown Adventures, man, we're pretty much sold out of bonafides. We got a few, oh, and, few yeah. Jacksons left and, uh, and, and then everyone in their stimulus money. Yeah. Well, that was that part was of it too. Big, yeah. Yep. I don't that know how many guys. Influx. 
I don't know how many guys and gals I saw going, oh, maybe I'll go buy a new boat or oh, maybe I'll go buy a couple new rods and reels and, you know, all that good oh, stuff. You know? I mean, shoot, if my <clears throat> if my truck didn't need an engine, we got, <laughs> uh, what was it? We got like $2,900. <laughs> Richie, I need and, a loan. I need a loan. I could have I gone out and, and bought uh, an overdrive set up and yeah all all that nice stuff for this this feel free make me faster and cover water and all that and but had to prioritize yeah. prioritize things it is what it is man it is what it but, is but i'm sure people who got those funds and weren't didn't have other obligations yeah i want to go get that Two thousand dollar kayak in that three hundred dollar reel in that yeah what three four hundred dollar rod or go blow three hundred dollars on lures yeah heck yeah man if you guys are just tuning in man you want to get in talk uh anything about kayak fishing fishing in general man it's open forum tonight click the link i got it up there on the screen join us uh we got my man richie lockery I'm with us right now, coming coming at us from uh, Southern Missouri, uh, just talking about everything in the kayak fishing world, man. Um, I mean, tournaments, so you're part of Moyak. Um, yep. Let's talk about that a little bit, because everybody's kind of had to readjust how they're doing tournaments. I haven't fished a tournament with my local club here yet. I have one. Not this weekend, the following weekend up on the Madison chain in Wisconsin. But, um, you know, the KBF event was was my big uh, first tournament of the season. I it was for a lot I, of people. Yeah, and I fished – I did fish a tournament up in Wisconsin a little bit earlier in the year. Um, and, and they had a weigh-in at the ramp. Um, but you had to stay six feet apart, you know, whatever. Uh, practice and it was social top, distancing thing. And it was top finishers only. Yeah. Um, whereas, um, you know, with the KBF event, it was check in, check out on the Tourney X app. Oh, um, yep, yep, yep. Um, I know a couple guys uh, almost forgot to check back in after the or check out after they got off the water. I almost did it on the second day. Which would have DQ'd me, and I wouldn't have got my payout for my big fish. Um, Yikes! So, I mean, is Moyak <laughs> doing the same thing? Just using the Tourney X check in, check out. I, I'm just curious um, how everybody's doing it. So, I've been talking to people about this. I I've, I only fished the the Moyak side that weekend, and yes, that's what exactly what we did. Right on. Uh, right on. And we we check in at our spot at what we what was launch time five o'clock. And yeah, it was something like that. Whenever Five. you were done for the day, yeah. that's when you checked out. Well, see, and that was it. Um, you know, the second day got off the water, and we were all sitting in the parking lot packing up, just BS, and you know, before we all headed home, and uh it was like, Oh crap, I forgot to <laughs> check <laughs> out. <laughs> it's like, oh crap, you know, and then the other two guys were like, Oh, I forgot to check out too. So it's one of those it's, things. It's new like, to all of us. Yeah. I mean, nor normally, like, we're all rushing to get back to check-in in time. Like, and it was nice, too. Like, I was talking to Alan, um, like we talked about when we were down there staying at your place. You know, Alan was fishing way down south. So, if it was a normal yeah. tournament, he would have had to get off the water probably a good 45 minutes, maybe an hour early to get back to the ramp. So, he got his full well, day of fishing because of that. Yep. Um another guy that fished with me in my spot that day had camped at Indian point and okay. to get where I was. Yeah. <laughs> it, as the flow, as the, as the crow flies, it would have been literally five minutes. I mean, literally across the lake from Indian point, but by land it's a, it's a, it's a 55 minute drive yeah. by Google yeah. maps. Yeah, because you got to go around to hit a bridge yep. to come up. You got to either what go yep. to Kimberling City or, or way yep. over to the other side. I forget what bridge there's that like is. There's like five. There's like five minutes variance, but yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean, in a situation like that with Table Rock, I mean, that's uh, if you guys have never been there, 
a it's it's a phenomenal fishery a beautiful lake the scenery all around there is just phenomenal um normal but, pool uh, there's 745 miles of shoreline yeah that's insane that's insane but if I, I mean right if if you're fishing the way south end and the the check-ins up at indian point you're talking like an hour and 10 hour and 15 minute drive so in a tournament scenario you better hope your big fish are there otherwise you know you're screwed um and you better be able to get them quick um because you can't grind it out all day and we've had guys fish the way uh west side and have a winning limit and show up 10 15 minutes minutes after and get dq'd that's a bummer man Uh, oh yeah Justin Staley asked, are you fishing the All-American Classic this fall? Of course. Um, we actually have a Moyak tournament on Truman here, not this weekend, next weekend, on June 27th. Nice. So, if anyone wants to come down and do a little pre-fishing, although by November the water tent might be 24 five degrees cooler yeah if we get a good chill <laughs> sure sure uh, we get all the ozark lakes we get a really good shad bite uh in the fall nice uh but uh yeah that we there's the upcoming tournament um fish any three live events of your uh local club if they're a partner club for the all-american and you can qualify come fish uh, yeah, I know my local club is. Um, I know there's quite a few clubs here in the Midwest that are uh, affiliated with that. And we, with this uh, upcoming tournament, we will, Governor Parsons opened up the state. So Sweet. we're going to have a weigh-in, uh, awesome. in-person weigh-in. Uh, we it. have so many prizes and sponsored items to give away. Um, it'll probably be like a classic we had a couple of years ago where we did three rounds of, of drawings yeah. for giveaways just yeah. because we didn't have those weigh-ins for like the Ozarks and Tabor Rock. Right, 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 right. Well, I know, uh, last year, um, um, KBL hosted the Midwest kayak bass classic and that was like eight like the top five of like eight or nine clubs that came together and it was the same thing there was a ton of prizes uh raffled off i think they did like two or three rounds of giveaways and things like that uh there was a kayak so nobody giveaway. goes so yeah. nobody goes home empty-handed right exactly exactly win or lose <laughs> um if you guys are just tuning in uh doing an open platform tonight we got my man richie lockery in the house we're just shooting the breeze about different things going on in the kayak world um there's a link on the screen and up in the comments you can click to jump on with us and shoot the breeze um but uh yeah man um i'll let you uh shout anybody out you want before i boot you out of here (laughs) oh Moyak Fishing Series, uh, Everhart in Clinton, Missouri. They'll be hosts of both the Truman tournaments. Nice. Uh, uh, my personal thanks is uh, KGB Swimbaits, uh, Savior Outdoors, uh, Gator Guards, Lose Fishing, Lawrence. Nice. Uh, you looking at cheating anybody? You looking at cheating? No, right I've. <laughs> I'm being ramrodded. <laughs> oh man! No, being ramrodded. Right on. By a biscuit-eating <laughs> leprechaun. <laughs> Quit. Well, um, I think that's about all I got. Right on, man. We have a whole. There's a whole list of other sponsors for. Uh, yeah, Moyak. The Moyak Fishing Series. You can check that out on Moyak fishingseries.com all one word uh information of the all american is there on that website uh and anyone 
welcome to come down and check out the tournament here next week. If you're local, like within three hour drive, I guess. Yeah. More if you care to drive that far. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's about all I got for today. Right on, man. Well, I appreciate you jumping on tonight, man. And uh, oh yeah, talking always good talking with you, brother. I'll let you uh, get back to the little one and uh, yeah, have a good Father's Day, my man. I'm gonna try. So far, he's driving me crazy. <laughs> All right, brother. We'll talk to you soon. We'll see you later, later All buddy. Right, bye. All right, boys and girls. Um, I don't have much more. Um, I know we're winding down on the Spring Madness Bracket Tour, uh, or Bracket Tour, uh, Spring Madness Bracket Tournament. Huge upset last weekend. I see my man Dan Perry in the chat. And, uh, dude, I thought he was going to pull it off at the end, but he got beat by Sergeant Mayhem, Josh Smith from New York. Uh, so currently we got Sam Jones, Josh Smith in that final matchup. We're waiting on the winner of Susie Roloff and Brad Hicks. Um, so those three will battle it out to win the loser's bracket. And then uh, they'll be going up against my man, Dudu. Dustin Nichols from Texas. Um, speaking of Dustin, he's in a huge overturn at work. Um, so his podcast is going to be on hold for about a month or so. Um, I know he posted up yesterday, but just wanted to share that all with you guys. Um, we're going to do this again next week. It was it, It's kind of fun. I love talking to everybody. Um, like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, this is a podcast by anglers for anglers so we're going to do kind of like an open platform run through kind of like the hot topics of like what's going on around the kayak fishing world and uh just talk about it you know what i mean uh have fun have some laughs be serious whatever um but you know i'm gonna be i'm gonna have a list of some some pinpoint topics but you know i like giving back to the community anybody that you know, knows me and has, has followed paddle and fin. Like, you know, it, this is all for everybody. It's not for my personal gain or whatever. Um, you know, I think the more we can spread the joy and the love in the kayak fishing community, the better off we're all going to be. And especially in these times, like we touched on earlier, kayak shops are going crazy. Uh, we got more and more people getting into the sport because of the whole Corona thing. Like people are forced to go outside and do stuff. They can't do anything else. Um, so if you're new and you're just joining us, welcome. Uh, thanks for tuning in tonight. Uh, my boys, Jimmy and Dan uh, are doing the OG shows on Mondays. That's why I'm on Thursdays now. Um, those guys have been killing it. Uh, huge shout out to them. Tune in. Uh, they had an epic show this week. If you haven't listened to it, you can go back and watch it on the Facebook page. Catch it on the YouTubes. You can also uh, listen to it on all the podcast platforms. We upload it right after uh, the show's over, just like I'm going to do tonight with this one. Um, but they had the top one, two, and three from um, the Kentucky Bass Open or Hobie Bass Open series on Kentucky Lake, however you want to spin it. Um, but that was a cool show. Of course, Cody Milton was on there again, Jody Queen and Adam Riser. Um, you know, three just incredible fishermen. I think Cody's been on the show so much this year, we might as well just like give him a per permanent slot, you know. Um, he's always consistently up there. I mean, it's the same with Jody. Jody's been back on numerous times, so uh, it, it's good to see those guys thrive. It's good to see Adam Riser, uh, you know, seal the deal on that top three as well. Um, that's a new face and the new name to the Paddle and Fin Network. So um, shout out to Dan and Jimmy for setting that all up. Uh, obviously, Monday mornings, the Bass Fishing for Noobs segment uh, comes out. I forget who's coming up this week. Sorry, Ryan Milford, Sean Lavery, but they've been crushing it as well. They've been talking to some different guests and things like that. Uh, a lot of YouTube guys they've been interviewing lately. Uh, some great info there. So if you are new to kayak fishing, check that out on Mondays. And uh, I believe Susie Roloff is up next week um, with her 
segment on Wednesdays, uh, Thursdays. Uh, today we did uh, um, Josh Eldridge, Brad Hicks released an episode uh, about Douglas Rods. Douglas Rods. Um, it was pretty cool. Uh, myself and Bailey Agbrett uh, jumped on there and, um, you know, talked to those guys about Rods on the product review segment. Uh, so that was definitely cool. Uh, check out Bailey's podcast, Serious Angler Podcast. Um, he does a lot of stuff, um, not only in the kayak fishing, but the big boat world too. Talks to a lot of big names and stuff like that. Uh, Justin Staley just reminded me, check out the the Paddle and Fin Noobs Tournament page. Uh, if you're new to kayak fishing, we're doing that uh, um, monthly tournament. Um, but what I will say is those guys over there, um, and, and this is pretty much kudos to Ryan Milford, Sean Lavery. They've built a, a pretty cool little community over there. Um, it's good to see all those guys interact, talk, lift each other up, um, encourage each other through the good and the bad. Um, throughout that monthly tournament, there's a little bit of banner talk, but, um, you know, guys are asking questions, they're getting answers, things like that. So it, it's great to see that, you know, that whole camaraderie thing, that whole community aspect. Um, even if you're not a beginner, join up in the page, man. Um, you know, there's a lot of good info, a lot of good conversation going on over there. Um, so feel free to join up Chris Josh in the comments. The guys are killing the noob segment. Couldn't agree more, man. I, I think everybody's been uh, crushing some pretty good episodes here. Um, I can't say enough to all the guys and gals, gal, gal, Susie, um, that uh, put the time, energy, and effort into doing these podcasts. It's great to see everybody enjoying it. That reminds me, I forgot to look something up here. I think we have a birthday coming up. And I'm not sure exactly when it is, but I'm going to tell you. Paddle and Finn podcast is about to turn two years old, ladies and gentlemen, on June 24th. June 24th was the first episode, The Maiden Voyage. So uh, maybe we'll do something cool, special next week. Um, yeah. Might have to do some giveaways or something. So uh, spread the word, spread the love. Appreciate everybody um, for all their continued support, um, both on and off the podcast, behind the scenes, things like that. So I think that's it. I think that's it. Jimmy Skinner says, birthday episode, brother. Going to do it. We're going to do it after hours birthday party. I don't know. That could get dangerous. We do want to bring after hours back. We've kind of put that on hold because we had the whole bracket tournament going on. That's winding down. So I know there's already been some uh, some uh, banner talk about, hey, we need to do an after hours episode. So stay tuned. I'm sure that's coming back because I haven't been able to roast Ryan Milford yet. And that is going to happen. I guarantee it. Oh, the other part. And one last news question. Where's Scott Butcher? Where'd he go? I saw he just did a, a captain's meeting for KBF, but bro, where you at, man? Haven't seen your show. Missing you. Hope you're doing well. Uh, huge shout out to uh, all the other podcasters out there killing it. And uh, that's pretty much it for me. Hope you all are doing well. Staying safe out there as always. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on Paddle and Fin. Don't forget to go check out our website at paddle, the letter N, and fin.com. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel at Paddle and Fin. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest on a future episode, feel free to email us at paddle, the letter N, and fin at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Paddle and Fin on Facebook and Instagram. Shout out to our show supporters, Angler. The Angler button and app just makes for a better time on the water. 
and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water. Shout out to Rocktown Adventures, located in Northern Illinois for all your kayaking, camping, and hiking needs. TRC Covers, protect your investment. Catch Products, shout out to Catch Products. Go to catchproducts.com and put the Paddle in Fin logo directly on your catch board. Shout out to Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com, use promo code PNF20 and save 20% on all your jig and tackle needs.